today on CityCast Chicago. It's been two weeks since Chicago restaurants, bars, and music venues started requiring proof of vaccination. Chicago Tribune food writer Josh Knoll tells us how businesses and customers are responding to the mandate and how the reaction really depends on where you are in the city. It's Tuesday, January 18th. I'm Carrie Shepard in for Jacoby Cochran, and this is CityCast Chicago. I'm very lucky I got Josh Noel from the Chicago Tribune back in the building with me. It's Josh Noel. We had this conversation once before, didn't we? Oh, either, uh, either way. It's just, it's. <laughs> I truly don't care. No one's, no one likes that answer, but it's just. I know, and we've, and we've had this exact conversation, but, so I'm going to just pick one. Josh, catch me up real quick. What are the rules of this latest vax mandate that started back on January 3rd in the city and who's included in it? There's some various layers to it, but at at root, it's places that serve food and drink need to get proof of vaccine from uh, customers. That doesn't include outdoor spaces. It doesn't include to go. But if you want to go into a restaurant or a bar and sit down and, and eat or drink, uh, then you need to show proof of vaccine in Chicago and in Cook County. I've stopped by a restaurant, had my vaccine, and my ID ready and had it checked. But, I, you know, I've also stopped by some places that were a, a little more lenient and how they move with things. Can you tell me what was the initial reception from restaurants about the mandate? I heard a lot of relief. Uh, restaurants saying this, we feel like this makes it safer. Hopefully this will help business. And then there was some people that support supported it or at least didn't really have a problem with it, but were concerned saying, you know, this is going to be extra cost for me because I'm going to have to hire someone to check these things. I'm worried it's going to slow down my business. Probably one of the most common themes was I'm, I'm worried that customers are just going to frankly be jerks about it and my staff is going to have to deal with it. Uh, and then, of course, some people just don't want to deal with it. They don't, they say, we, why should we have to look at what, you know, we consider to be someone's personal, private health information, uh, and I don't support it. So it, it really, it varied based on, you know, the owner's own personal leanings on public health and politics, and as well as where the uh, bar or restaurant was located in the city. Because as I wrote recently in the Tribune, uh, areas with uh, higher vax rates are having an easier time navigating it and areas with lower vax rates are having uh, a harder time navigating it. Kind of sounds like the South and West side is catching a brunt, even for a mandate that it's hoping to like improve public health. Anecdotally, yes. I, I did pursue that. I looked at the city data to see what zip codes are most in, uh, most vaccinated, which zip codes are least vaccinated, and then checked in with places in those uh, areas, those neighborhoods to see, uh, the city is about 65% fully vaccinated. There are neighborhoods well over that and neighborhoods well under that. And in one neighborhood, you know, well over it, that is at about 77% vaxxed. They're not too stressed about it. It's just not an issue for them. In a neighborhood that is 45% vaxxed, which is also a thing in, in Chicago, business owner I talked to, uh, she said that asking my customers, for proof of vaccination is, as she said, like asking them for a fight. Can you tell me what neighborhood that 70% vax rate was in and what neighborhood the 45% vax rate 
vax rate was in? The highest, which gets up, uh, I want to say, I'm not looking at the stats at the moment, but it's it's upper 70s, lower 80s. Those are mostly downtown. And then just under that, sort of like in the 73 to 78 range, those are going to be like Lakeview and uh, Ravenswood, Andersonville up there. Uh, the very lowest are on the south side. Mm-hmm. So the very lowest is all the way down at Hegwish, uh, and I, which is at the southern the southeast end tip, of the yeah. city, which gets pretty far down there for, you know, like Northsiders have no idea that, like how far the city goes south. And Hegwish is pretty, pretty far down there. I want to talk about the businesses who say the mandate was welcome. Uh, what did they say were responses from patrons? Positive. Uh, and again, those are highly vaxxed neighborhoods. So if you're, you know, if you're vaccinated and boosted, why wouldn't you want to go into a restaurant where you're surrounded by people who are vaccinated and probably boosted? Luckily, by now, majority of folks get it. They understand what's being expected from them if they occupy these spaces. I'm Jesse Rohde, and I work at City Winery Chicago. I'm one of the one of two concert coordinators there. Make sure the show starts on time or at least as close to on time as we had it scheduled online. By August 2nd of last year, we had actually implemented um, a policy stating that you needed to show proof of full full vaccination or provide negative test results. People really missed going out and people really missed live music. So we wanted to kind of be as helpful to getting people back into those experiences as we could. Do business owners in less vaccinated neighborhoods not feel that same impact of, you know, now that it's city mandated that the stress of saying these are my rules has been lifted off of them? Or or is it still, as you said earlier, just like asking for a fight in some cases? Uh, I think it's both. Uh, I think the fact that the city has the mandate allows every restaurant owner who chooses to follow the rules uh, to basically blame someone else. You know, if if a customer gives them a hard time, they can say, well, it's not us, it's the city. But at the same time, it, it also... That, that doesn't solve the problem if you're in a neighborhood where 45% of the people are vaccinated because that means half the people, you know, within walking distance to your front door uh, can't sit down and eat. We'll get back to the conversation with Jacoby and Chicago Tribune's Josh Knoll. But first, we asked you if the mandate has changed whether you're going out or not. Taliba from Oakland on the south side said... Been going out anyway, but it feels awesome to have the Vax card ready when they ask. Mike from North Center said, My wife and I probably would if we didn't have an unvaxxed two-month-old. How is the new vaccine mandate affecting you? Are you going out to restaurants, bars, or music venues now, or still staying home? Call or text us at 773-780-0246. That number is in the show notes, too. Tell us your name and your neighborhood. We'll be right back. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We've had the great fortune of talking to a wide range of restaurant workers over the last year um, who throughout the pandemic have had to make tough choices, staying in the industry, leaving the industry, enforcing new mandates and rules and, and the stresses that come with that. What have you heard from folks in the restaurant industry, uh, particularly workers, about how this latest mandate has impacted them? That has pretty much been a universal point of uh frustration for restaurant workers, for restaurant managers, for the owners is they're the ones who are charged with upholding these city rules. Hey, you got to put your mask on. And that was like, I've heard countless stories of people just getting horrible treatment from people when asking customers to follow the rules and put their masks on. And that's been going on for, for two years. There have been shows where you just feel like you can't win. You can't get them to put their mask on when they get up from their table. You can't get them to put their mask on as they're waiting in line or as they're leaving. There were times where we would have to, you know, not let folks in and offer them a refund. And we definitely got pushback. There are still times, even though now the the mandate across the city has been in effect since the third we still get pushback. Um, luckily, by now, majority of folks get it. They understand what's being expected from them if they occupy these spaces. But it's still a, it's still a strange time. It's just the anger that's directed at the people who are just trying to do their jobs so they can stay safe, so that they still have a job at the at the end of the week, at the end of the month. I checked in with some people before the mandate went into effect and who said that they were worried about how customers would treat staff. Um, And then I've checked in with a bunch since. And it seems like people are having pretty good experiences, that customers are mostly being pretty reasonable human beings, which is heartening, right? I'm happy to say that there have been times where people will come up to you thank you so much for doing everything that you could have done to keep us safe, to make sure that this place can still stay open, that you guys are keeping each other safe. Like for everyone who has an issue with the way that things are kind of being handled now, I think that's just given the people who are supportive, they are twice as loud in being just super grateful for all of the people and places who are taking precautions and policies and guidelines seriously. I mean, you speaking to the enforcement by workers, the ones who are supposed to enforce this, Chicago's Department of Business Affairs and Consumer Protection said they've issued citations to 10 restaurants from January 3rd through the 12th. 
The department has a nights and weekends team for enforcement of the mandate, and a spokesperson did say that investigations are complaint-driven and can be done covertly if necessary. I don't know what covertly means, if that's a distraction, it's a little mustache. Uh, have you talked to any restaurant owners or workers who feel, you know, particularly anxious that, like, you know, not only are they trying to serve customers and trying to check vaccines and mandates, but now they're also worried that the business affairs and consumers protection office could just be lurking in the restaurant anytime. There was some apprehension early on about uh, how to enforce it. You know, like literally, how what how would they set themselves up to do it? Because places that have a host right or a door person so like think about a bar right someone's there at the bar checking ids or, i'm sorry at the door checking ids so asking for the vax card is just another like you don't you don't really have to change anything right and then restaurants that have a host the second you walk in uh that also provides a pretty uh easy point to do that you covered the industry do you think this new mandate will shift the, the business in a positive direction, or are we going to see more and more closures? And we're, we're still in maybe the, the thick of a, a really hard, you know, shellac into the restaurant industry. Oh, we're still in the thick of it. It's everyone's hurting right now. It's, it's a tough time for the industry. No doubt. Uh, we saw Lost Lake, you know, one of the, one of the, the better, the best bars in the city, most renowned bars in the city, close up say last week they're closing for good yeah i think we're going to see more closures um and but i also think we're seeing a lot of restaurant owners just trying to hang on by their fingernails through winter uh and make it to spring because that's when things loosen up a lot in chicago Mm -hmm. Uh, the first time we talked the vaccine had the rollout was like in its early stages. Not many people uh, were vaccinated at all. And, and I asked you, you know, how you felt about going out. And you, you made it pretty clear that at that point you weren't really comfortable going out and eating in a restaurant. Has that changed over time? You know, post vaccines now with the mandate. How, how has that evolved for you since the last time we talked? Uh, me personally, I am not going out to eat at all right now. Uh, I, and you know, the first two reasons are my six-year-old, my three-year-old, my six-year-old is, uh, he's gotten his vaccine shots, but he's not two weeks past the second one yet. So he's not even really quite fully vaccinated. My three-year-old is not vaccinated at all. And I'm just not going to risk my kid's health. And I don't want COVID, you know, I don't want my wife to get COVID. I don't want my parents to get COVID. Uh, and the way Omicron's moving, it's, I, it just isn't, uh, it's just not something I think is uh, is just not something I'm I'm willing to do or all that interested in. That said, over the summer, we had that like six week window where it started to feel almost like the thing was behind us. Mm-hmm. And I did go out and eat indoors. Uh, I was vaccinated. My wife was vaccinated. Positivity rates in the city were really, really low. Uh, yeah. You know, at that point, it was like, oh, man, we're past it. And yeah, I went out to eat. What was the first choice? What was the first place you chose to to go back out and and sit indoors at? Like, did you make it worth it? It was, it was, yeah, actually it was kind of special. It was, we went to our favorite Mexican place. Uh, I feel like, did I mention it last time? I I feel like you did. So I I followed through a a place called Masaya del Sol up in, Uh uh, I think that's Edgewater. And it really was a little surreal to be out, but it was, it was nice. Well, Josh, I appreciate you coming back on City Cash Chicago to give us the update 
um, on how the restaurant industry is handling this latest change in the pandemic. Yeah, thank you for having me. Nice to chat with you, Jacoby. For people who are working in in industries that are like directly impacted by uh, by the new mandate, bars, restaurants, venues, like you have to you have to really remind yourself constantly that this is not about you and it's them reacting to like these larger world changes yeah it's definitely trying it's trying of course it's going to be trying before we let you go just a couple of headlines Chicago's 670 The Score sports radio host Les Grobstein has died. He was 69. The Score said in a statement, the grobber, as he was called, connected with listeners from the minute he stepped into the studio in 1997. As expected, especially for those of you who heard our Friday episode, Aurora Mayor Richard Irvin has joined the Illinois governor's race on the Republican ticket. The primary is scheduled for June 29th. And some good, uplifting news to get you through. After a tweet about a lost wedding band went viral last week, the ring has been reunited with its owner. Chicago journalist Jonah Newman tweeted that he had found the ring on the sidewalk in Wicker Park. And in an update said the owner lost it delivering groceries and is celebrating his seventh wedding anniversary this month. Nice work, Twitter. Remember to tell your friends, your family, your colleagues about CityCast Chicago. We know you love it. That's why you're here. Tell them why you listen and tell them to subscribe as well. That's it for today. Jacoby Cochran is back in the host seat tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye.